to your weekly accountability podcast with me, Alexis McCluskey, where we are more about implementation over absorbing information. Every week, I'll be in your ear to give you a kick in the ass you need to show up and identify what is out of your comfort zone. Here, we don't throw pity parties. We are in it for the long game and find the balance between grace and discipline. What makes this podcast different is after each episode, I'll share a post on my Instagram at the tough love coach with a question or challenge of the week for you to comment for accountability. And on Friday, I'll share a check in to see if you actually implemented what you learned because being inspired by a podcast is cute, but action is hotter. Totally optional, highly recommended. It's free accountability. I'm here to redefine what you see as tough love. So put on those big girl and boy panties and let's get real bitches. XOXO, your tough love coach. Yo, what is good? I am back. Happy Monday. I feel like I've been just MIA with certain things, but not in a bad way. Not in a bad way. In such a good way. Life for me has been dope as hell. Um, I feel like the happiest I've ever been and I feel like my social life bucket has been being filled a lot lately and I talked about the, uh, this on a podcast uh, another podcast that I spoke on recently and I've probably said it at some point on this podcast or if you've worked with me I've definitely said it but the idea of balance in life is just like not a thing. I went to a conference once where they had a speaker and the guy was a juggler and he was, he juggled, he did like all the crazy like clown shit. He like was on a unicycle and he was juggling and he was juggling like fire and knives while he spoke. Like that was his thing. He was like a speaker, but he did it while he juggled on a unicycle doing some crazy ass shit. And he was great. And one of the things that I remember, and this was so long ago. So the fact that this sticks with me, I think is just like, it just says a lot about his presentation and what he said. But he said that there's no such thing as balance. When you're juggling, you assume that there has to be perfect balance with the balls, but there never really is. If you watch someone juggle, even if they're very good at it, there's never like a perfect balance where like your hands land on the exact same side or the, you know, each ball doesn't go the exact same height. It's, it can be pretty fluid, but it's never going to be perfectly balanced. And he said, that's what life should be. So when, and I, because I know I talk to a lot of workaholics and a lot of perfectionists, when you think that like, okay, I'm, you know, I got to find perfect balance in my work and in my you know love life and in my social life and in my health and in my mental health and all the things it it's draining because you're trying to make this perfect balance of what things should be. And that's just not the case. There are going to be some times, as in the reason why I'm bringing all of this up in my life, where my social life is definitely taking precedent. Like there's more eggs in that basket than there are in my business. But when you build a business that can function without you and that is sustainable, then that's fine. And so for me, and it doesn't mean I'm not working my business. I'm still busting my ass in my business. It's just not the forefront. Now, as I move into these next few months, because there's a lot of launches and a lot of really incredible things I have going on, my energy is definitely going to be put more into that business bucket. Doesn't mean I'm throwing my social life out the window, but I'll probably be doing a little bit less. And that's summer, right? Summertime, it's nicer out. We're doing more things. I still like to do things in the fall and winter, but it's much easier to just like stay inside, watch football and not do as much. So that's kind of where I'm at. So I just want this to be a reminder for any of you that, especially my entrepreneurs, if you have a podcast, if you have a business, if you have anything that you're working towards, stop trying to find the perfect balance between like your you know work, work and life and your social life and your business. It's okay if your foot is on certain gas pedals at certain times. 
So that's just a reminder. But let's get into today's episode. So today we're going to talk about how to show up on social media as the truest version of yourself. This is a conversation I've been having recently in my DMs. Um, I'm holding a workshop, a free, free three-day workshop. I'm going to talk about it at the end of the podcast. If you've been following me, you probably heard about it, but it's a free three-day workshop called Fuck the Fear of Failure. And so, and it's not just about the fear of failure. It's the fear of being judged. It's the fear of putting a lot of time and energy into something and it not paying off, but we'll get to that. And so the reason why I've been having this conversation about showing up as the truest version of yourself is because I've been talking about this idea of fear of failure, fear of being judged. And I find that whether you are brand new to business or you've been doing it for a while, there definitely are things that we think about when it comes to showing up on social media. And so I've been posting for 12 years. I have almost 8,000 Instagram posts. Like that's fucking insane. (laughs) And so like, do you know how much I cared in the beginning? And I'm not saying I don't care now. I want to touch on this, but I was, I, and I've talked about this before. I started in nutrition and then got into fitness. And when I was starting to post about fitness, I never even post, posted my face. I would cut my head off. Like if I did like a gym selfie or I was doing a workout, I would make sure that you couldn't really see my face. I didn't want anybody to like see me. I wasn't super confident. And so I definitely was not showing up as the truest version of myself. Cause if you see me on social media today, I'm, I'm all up in there. Like I am there. And so having that many posts and sharing that many times, like I'm bound to have things that I've said that like, like my posts have sucked. They haven't been great. I probably regretted doing certain things, not like in a super negative way, just like, Oh, that could have been better. And like, the thing is, is we do care. It's okay to care. We don't have to pretend that nothing bothers us because it does. And there's levels of caring and there's a difference between caring so much that you allow it to paralyze you and you don't do anything. And then there's caring where it's like, yeah, I'm going to admit that I care and not pretend that I don't, but I'm still going to show up anyway. But we can still navigate that and work through that, right? So we can pretend that we don't have a fear of failure. We can pretend that we don't have a fear of being judged. But the minute a post flops, doesn't get as many likes as we thought. We put a lot of time and energy into it. Or someone doesn't want to work with us or a launch doesn't hit our you know, sales goal, or someone questions your work, or a family member is like, when are you gonna get a real job? Or anything of that nature happens, what do we do? We feel down about it. We overthink, we question what we're doing. And again, there's levels to this. There are some of you that are listening to this that are like, yeah, that happens and I literally wanna crawl in a hole and never come out. And then there's some of you that are probably listening being like, yeah, that happens and I kind of feel a certain way about it, but I let it go. So just keep that in mind. But when that happens and we have a reaction to it, that means we have a fear. Even if it isn't paralyzing to us, we still care. And we have to admit that there is a problem, not like a major problem, but you have to admit that there's a problem to fix it. Or we will be like that guy in a relationship that's too afraid to admit that he loves someone or he's too afraid to share his feelings. And then he like loses the girl or misses out on a connection. There's a lot of other metaphors I could use for that, but that's like the first thing that came to mind. Um, Because when I think about like, and not that it's all men, of course, there's definitely women too, but a lot of men can be scared to share their emotions and uh, then, you know, they, they actually feel a certain way, but they're so afraid that if they like aren't tough and they don't have that exterior that they'll be looked at as weak. But when you don't admit that something's underneath, it's going to, you know, lead to a bunch of problems. So showing up on social media can be difficult if you do have a fear of being judged, a fear of your, and this is something I hear a lot, a fear of like your voice, your opinion, your message being misconstrued. Like what if I share this post and somebody takes it the wrong way? 
that is a fear that that falls under this whole category that we're talking about the fear of failure fear of being judged because if you wanted to share that message and you knew that it could possibly be misconstrued which it probably won't but it could you would still share anyway right but when you show up in that way and you let go of that and not pretend that you don't care but you still show up and you let go of that fear of being judged and let that let go of that fear of failure it is the most liberating thing and when that happens you attract your people and when you attract your people business becomes so much more fun i promise you that i only ever work with clients that i have a lot of fun with and so like do you really want to work with people that you don't vibe with just to make money like whether that's hiring an employee whether that's like the kind of even if you don't ha offer a service, maybe you have like a product and you have like the kind of like customer base, that community on your social media, like you still want those to be your people, right? So it's just so much more fun when you're attracting your people and you attract your people by letting go of these fears. It's also a lot less exhausting when you show up as yourself on social media because when you try to fit into a box and try to put a, you know, a, square, a square peg into a circle, it's exhausting to try to make that work because you have to think there's more thinking involved and in like, okay, how do I mold myself into what people want to be? I was bullied from like third grade, probably second grade, all the way up to like sophomore year of high school. And so once I figured out how to get out of the bullying zone, I very much, and I didn't realize this until years later, like way out of high school, way out of college, probably like maybe even in the past, like five ish years that a lot of the things that I was into, or I told myself I was into, a lot of the things that I was doing, the person I was being, the clothes I was wearing, I didn't even like any of that shit. I was just doing it because I realized it would keep me safe and it wouldn't get me bullied. And that's what a lot of people are doing on social media is that if they fit into this box that they think, you know, a coach should be, an entrepreneur should be, a lover, a friend, or whoever should be, that's so exhausting because you have to think about, it's like, it's like being an actor. Like you have to become a character, but when you can just be yourself, it's so much less exhausting to just show up in that way. And the other thing that it does is it leaves room for more creativity. And this is connected to the one I just shared. When you have more brain space, because you're spending less time trying to fit into a box. Oh my gosh, you can be so much more creative. So many more of like the ideas that you want to do, the kind of content that you want to post on social media. There's so much more room for it because they're not this box that you're trying to put it into. So I want to really briefly share some ideas that can help you be that version that you want to be. So number one is spend a month researching other accounts. And I know this might seem like a lot of effort. I promise you it's not. It just takes intentional uh, energy. So you want to follow five to 10 accounts, maybe five that you like, five that you don't like, but five to 10 accounts that you want to watch how they show up, everything that they do from the stories they share, from the posts they make, from how they sell, how they market, how they just show up in general. And I would recommend picking five accounts that show up exactly the way that you want to show up and five accounts that show up the way that you don't want to show up. And I know that might be weird to follow people that you don't vibe with, but, but this is for research purposes. So observe them. And the way you can do this, I would recommend bookmarking. So you know how on Instagram, you can click the, on the right hand side of a post, you can click like the little um, bookmark thing bookmark them in two separate uh like category folders so one's going to be the five you know five-ish accounts that you really vibe with and the other ones are going to be the ones that you don't and so every day and you would set aside time for this you don't want to just say you're going to do it and this is what i help clients with like 
actually making things a habit and and um, not just saying you're going to do something and then it becomes, you know, in a Google document or in the notes app in your phone and you never do it. So you would, and it'd just be for a month. You're going to put it in your calendar or in your to-do list in whatever you do to keep track of your tasks. If you have to set a reminder, if you have to have an alarm, whatever it is, once daily, Monday through Friday, you're going to spend, let's say, 15, 20 minutes just going onto these people's accounts. And if you're following them, you're probably going to see them on your feed anyway, so you can still do it that way, but that's less intentional. We want to be intentional about it because we can take notes and review that at the end of the month. That's going to be when the research really um, helps you versus just something random that you're like occasionally doing. And so 15, 20 minutes a day, you're going to go look at the people that you like, people that you don't like, and like keep note of what they do, what they're doing and what they're, they're not doing and all those things. And so when you do that each time or like at the end of the week, whatever you want to do it, make a list of what you like and what you don't like that they do. And the important piece with this is to ask why. Why do I like these certain things? Why do I not like these certain things? Because that's going to help you not be those things and then think that's what, how you want to show up, right? Because we're thinking about the truest version of yourself, how you're going to have the most fun, how you're not putting on a mask. But that can help you know what you like and what you don't like better. And when you know why you don't like it, you can go, oh, well, I really like the way this person markets and sells because it makes me want to like literally sign up and buy even though I'm not like I'm not going to and I like it because it really speaks to the way that I buy and the way that they connect on like a soul level a human level whatever and the things that you like are going to be the things that probably connect with your truer self so then the other side of that if there's things you don't like like oh I really don't like the way this person sells because it feels slimy it feels like they're shoving things down my throat it feels like whatever it is and the reason why I don't like that is because it makes me feel uncomfortable or it makes me this or that and then you can know that oh well that makes sense because you know you can connect the dots for yourself another thing is to gain and this is a lot of the work that I do I do all of this work. I do logistics. I do the, the mental work. As my mentor says, the, the work between the ears. I do it all. Um, but I very much like to lean into the underneath, the root, the mental side of it. And I think a lot of people think that it's only logistics. But then when they work with me and they're like, oh, logistics are easy. This is the, the mental stuff's the harder part. Um, but the next one would be to gain clarity on what you are afraid of will happen if you show up as your truest self. And why? And we talk about on this podcast a lot, whose voice is that? If you're afraid of being judged, it could be because if you were bullied or because of, you know, your mom was super judgmental. There's a million reasons why. And it's not so important to harp on the why necessarily, but I like to connect the dots to say, oh, well, it's not really that I need to fit into a box and I think that's going to keep me safe. It's because this reminds me of when I was bullied and I'm trying to protect myself. And how can I navigate that? So when you gain clarity on that and you navigate that through whatever way you work on yourself, journaling, meditation, therapy, whatever it is, that's going to help you work at the root. And that's going to be really powerful. Another thing would be a comfort zone list. I talk about this a lot. I do this a lot in my one-on-one with my one-on-one clients and in my masterminds. Um, but you want to think about, okay, what are the things that I want to do to show up as myself? Like maybe you want to be more like loud and eccentric on social media, but you're kind of dimming your light. Maybe you want to do a lot more talking to camera. Maybe you want to share a lot more of like your music taste and the weird shit that you do on the weekends. That's what I do. Um, maybe you want to do that, but you're not comfortable with it just yet. So maybe you make a list of the things that you can do that will build up a tolerance and you're going to slowly do things that kind of rip the bandaid off of showing up as your truest self because then you're going to see the benefits of it. It gives you self-motivation and then you keep going. 
So think about what you can do to build the tolerance up. You don't have to do the scariest thing just yet, but we'll get there. And then the last is to surround yourself with people that are doing that. If you have friends, other fellow entrepreneurs, and this can be just following people, but I really recommend like if you join a mastermind of other like high achieving entrepreneurs or people that are doing the same thing as you, even if you feel like you're the person who isn't, but you're hungry to have that kind of energy and that behavior on social media, that's going to rub off on you. We know you're the product, the five people you surround yourself with most. So you want to be around people that are going to lift you up, that are going to, you're going to see how they show up and how they react to things. And it's going to make you want to do that more, especially if you're already in this place of wanting that. So a mastermind, a group chat, just working with a mentor that has that energy is going to rub off on you. Because you're also going to be able to navigate all the things in between about why you don't and, and the things that you can do differently. So I really implore you to surround yourself with those kinds of people. And the last bit I want to share before we get into so workshop details and the TLAT of the week is if anything, because showing up as the truest version of yourself, a lot of people can look at certain things as cringe, right? We love to throw out that word, but cringe is 100% just a projection. I fully believe that. Because even when I look at someone else and I first initially feel that that feeling of like, oh, that's cringe because I won't lie. There's definitely times where I'm on TikTok or somebody does something and I'm like, what the fuck is that? But I take a second to like ask myself, okay, why am I questioning that? Why do I feel like that's cringe? And almost always 9.9 .9 times out of 10, I'm going to find out that like something about it is something I'm projecting. And so if you are afraid to do those things because you think it might be cringe or you think other people are going to think it's cringe, that's the things that you need to navigate through all the things that I just shared, because there is a projection within that. And it might be because you actually want to show up that authentically, that, that in that way, because most of the time when people are saying cringe, it's usually that that person is just being their weird raw inner child alien version of themselves like that's when I usually think people think things are cringe I'm sure people go to my page and think I'm cringe the fact that I dance around on my page I sing to my camera like I know people think that's cringe but I don't give a shit you know what I mean like if they don't like that like that's totally fine with me because I'm showing up as my truest self and I'm having a lot more fun than they probably are, you know? So let's get into this, this workshop. So if you haven't heard, I am holding a free three-day Fuck the Fear of Failure workshop to help you navigate everything that we just talked about. Fear of failure, fear of being judged, fear of putting a lot of time and energy into something and it not being worth it. And we're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the mental side of it, but we're also going to talk about the business side of it, side of it in terms of how to show up on social media as the truest version of yourself. Again, everything that I just talked about, we're going to dive deeper into um, how to attract your actual ideal client, not through the ideal client exercise type of thing, but showing up as that I'm not afraid of failure. I'm not afraid of being judged. I'm, I'm going to put myself out there and I'm not going to let it get me down. So if you're someone who is maybe holding back your voice, holding back your message on social media because you're afraid of what people are going to think, you're afraid to put this new offer out there because you're unsure if people are going to sign up for it. You are stopping yourself from going out there and doing the things that you want to do because that fear of what if it doesn't work out. That is what we're going to navigate. And I am so excited to share this with you. So I will include a link in the show notes, but I kind of want to just give you some details. You can sign up again. It is literally free. Um, it's September 5th through the 7th. There's going to be three 60-minute live Zoom trainings each day, and they will be recorded. So if you're like, oh, I'm not sure I want to join because I can't get on live, join. Again, it's free, and you're going to get free three, tra or free, free three trainings. 
three free trainings. I don't know why I said it like that. So day one is going to be the why talking about why the fear of failure, fear of being judged, the fear of uh, the need for perfectionism is exhausting you, where it comes and gaining clarity around the unconscious blocks so you can clear them and take back control. Day two is going to be how to use trial and error and failure as a tool, not a roadblock. So this is where we're going to be diving into when it comes to your business, the offers you're putting out, the social media things, the maybe the, the ideas that you haven't even started, the projects that you want to do, the side hustles, all of those things, how to use that uh, trial and error, the failing forward that everybody's always talking about that you know you should do, but it's like that's a lot fucking scarier to do. I'm going to be showing you how to do that in a way that's going to launch you forward. So day three is going to be more of like the game plan. Okay, let's set your business up for success with systems that work so you can avoid wasting time and energy on things that don't serve you. For example, yes, we want to fail forward. Yes, we want to do trial and error. But I see a lot of people doing things in business that I'm like, ooh, if we just had a conversation, I could help you not do that um, because and, and help you do it in a different way that's going to help save you a lot of time and energy. For example, cold messaging. I can't tell you how many video editors and uh, virtual assistants message me, do not get to know me at all, and immediately are like, hey, I, let me edit a vid video for you. And um, the, you know, I'd love to work with you. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, no one likes a cold message. I could possibly have wanted to work with you if you if you did this a little bit differently, because there's a way to do it in a right way. And so these are going to be the things that we talk about that you can like, yes, trial and error works. But here's the things that you don't even need to trial and error, like to save you a lot of time and energy. So after each of the calls, there's going to be Q&A time for about 15 minutes with live coaching. So obviously, you're not going to get this if you're not on the recording recording call, but you're still going to be able to watch it. Um, so you'll be able to ask questions. I'll leave room for, for that. There's going to be a Facebook group for support. For those of you who are like, I don't have a Facebook. That's totally fine. People do this all the time. Create a fake Facebook and delete it after it's done. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine. I'll still be sending the recordings and information through email, but you're going to miss out on some of the goodies. So it doesn't hurt to create a fake Facebook. You don't have to add your friends. You don't have to get involved in Facebook drama. Just create it, delete it. No big deal. Um, and then there's going to be $5,000 worth of giveaways. There are some amazing things coming and I cannot wait to share them with you. So there's going to be, it's just going to be lit. So you're going to want to be there. And the live call times will vary day to day um, because I like to give pe different people a chance to hop on for the people who work a nine to five, the people who are busy in the morning, whatever. So there's going to be one in the morning, one in the afternoon and one in the evening. So just know that's coming. But that's it. Uh, it's going to be a free workshop. Like I said, you might as well join. It's going to be dope as hell. I hope that you're there. Check the show notes um, for the link to sign up. It's straightforward. If you have any questions about it, please let me know. You can also check the highlight on my Instagram that says fear workshop uh, for, for some details and some things I dove into in terms of what we're going to talk about. But let's get into this week's TLAT. I want you to share an, an honest share. What is a way that you allow fear and fear of whatever, fear of Fear of failure, fear of not being perfect, fear of not being worthy, fear of putting a lot of time and energy into something, whatever it is. How do you let fear, or even even more specifically recently, how have you let fear get in the way of something that you wanted to do? And just share that. Just be open. Just be vulnerable. I'll be there on my podcast page checking it out. But I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. I love you so much. Sending you mad love. XOXO, your tough love coach. <laughs> 
Thank you so much for listening to the XOXO, your tough love coach podcast. I appreciate you more than you know. If you loved hanging with me, I'd love for you to share the podcast to your social media or send it to a friend who might need a tough love pep talk. Also, if you need accountability and a community that gets you, I'd love to have you a part of my tough love collective. This is a year open membership to vibe with me, get biweekly group calls to get support and ask questions, as well as free access to everything I offer throughout the year, including masterclasses and events. Visit my website at alexisrm.com or DM me on Instagram at the tough love coach to learn more. See you next week.